everyone. This is Mercury, a broadcast of hope, and today is day 96 back on the air. My name is Jennifer Long, and Max and the others were kind enough to let me talk to you all today. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I wanted to share this at first, or if it was even worth sharing with you all, but it's been on my mind for several days now, and I figured talking about it might help calm my thoughts down. It's about a dream I had recently. Before I get into that, though, I want to give you some background and tell you about someone very important to me. Her name was Polly, and she was one of the kindest, most incredible people I've ever known. We worked together for about four years, and she became like another mother figure to me and to everyone else we worked with. Everyone loved her, and she loved them back. I remember the day she told me she had cancer like it was yesterday. We were at work. It was slow when we'd been talking. As the conversation was winding down, and we were about to try to get back to work, she casually added, So if I told you my latest? I was a little confused and said no. She just kind of sighed and said, I have cancer. It floored me how nonchalant she was. How she seemed to accept all of this without question and go on like normal. I didn't understand how she did it, but it was like she just asked how my kids were or what my plans were later that evening. Meanwhile, I'm trying not to completely freak out or cry or anything because it would have felt, I don't know, wrong? Like it wasn't my place, if that even makes sense. Anyway, she went on to say what she talked about with her doctor and how they plan to try and treat it and all that. And that was pretty much it for that day. Yeah. I think most of us would forget now and then that she was sick because for a while she showed up to work like normal and nothing seemed to change. Eventually, though, the treatment started to take its toll and she had to stay home, but she would visit now and then. After a while, though, she started coming to visit less and less. Her daughter and I are close, so I would still see them all when I would go visit their home when she always insisted I bring Josh and Franny. But things got busy, and I wasn't able to see Polly as much. And then she came into work one day with her husband, and I didn't recognize her. I had to do a double take. She looked so frail. I was afraid to hug her. It broke my heart to think that I had gone so long without seeing her that I didn't immediately know her. And I felt incredibly guilty. It got to where I was lucky to see her once every month or so, but that was from a lack of effort on my part. I was so caught up with work and Josh and Franny that I just didn't make time. And then it was announced that she was being put into hospice care. That was when it hit home for me that she wasn't getting better. And you know what? I still didn't go see her. I told myself that this was the time for her children and family to be with her, even though I heard co-workers talking about how they had visited and how hard it was to see her in the state she was in. Honestly, the morning she passed away, the overwhelming emotion I felt wasn't grief or sadness. It was relief. I mean, I cried a lot and didn't want to get out of bed, but I was just so relieved that she wasn't trapped in that dying body anymore. She didn't deserve that. That was about two years ago. And still, to this day, something that will always bother me is how little I saw her towards the end. I think I was subconsciously avoiding seeing how sick she'd gotten. That I didn't want that to be my last memory of her. 
But anyway, no more backstory. On to the dream part. So a few days ago, I was having a dream where it was the last day of my undergrad, which was over 10 years ago. And I was freaking out. I was on campus, stressed over not passing my finals and not finishing my degree, and disappointing everyone who was coming to see me walk the next day. A general stress dream, I guess. Then, still in dream world, my phone rings, and the screen says, Polly. I thought that her son or daughter must still have her phone or something because that number shouldn't be calling me. I mean, I didn't even know Miss Polly while I was in school. But it rang a couple times and stopped. And while I was looking at it, in my confusion, I hear a voice say my name. I looked up to see Polly standing in front of me and immediately burst into tears. Polly just starts talking to me, seemingly oblivious to the fact that I am openly sobbing in front of her. I was crying so hard that I couldn't understand what she was saying. It was then that I realized that I was starting to wake up but I was determined to stay asleep and hear what Polly was saying to me. I imagine it had something to do with how I shouldn't be so stressed, that she'd pray for me, and just Polly being her usual positive self. I tried to will myself to calm down and stop crying enough to hear what she was saying, but it was no use. Eventually, I woke up the rest of the way to a damp pillow where I had actually been crying. And that's pretty much it. I've never really been one to try and interpret my dreams before, but this one felt too real and clear and not like an ordinary dream. She was right in front of me, guys, clear as day, and it was almost unsettling. I think about that dream a lot. I try to reconstruct the whole thing in my mind, kind of like the way Agnes did with her boyfriend Sam's voicemail. But I don't have a voicemail to refer back to, so sometimes I just sit and meditate on the moment, trying to read her lips and hear what she said. It's no use, of course. It was just a dream. But when I get past the details, past what she might or might not have been saying, past the notion that this was anything other than a construct of my own mind, what I'm left with is a feeling. A feeling that Polly wouldn't have wanted me to carry that guilt around. That if God could be forgiving, then so could she, and that I was forgiven for doing things like putting my children and my own health first, and that I wasn't being selfish after all. And then I feel better. She was so happy and caring and just Polly, even if it was just my subconscious, that the rest of that guilt doesn't feel like it matters so much anymore. I know she's in heaven, and I know I'll get to see her again someday, but I'll take what I can get for now. Thanks for listening, guys, if you made it all the way through. I feel a little better having spoken everything out loud. Signing off for today, I'm Jennifer Long. Take care of each other.